Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Electric Leftovers. My name is Jason. This is episode 333. No, 332. Sorry, I jumped the gun. I was so ready for it to be next week, this week, that I completely forgot about this week. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Uh, it's post-election day madness. You know, if I had a mattress sponsor, you can bet you there'd be a sale. Speaking of sponsorships, um... Your old pal Jason, he's been getting some emails about, hey, uh, want to do an ad for us on your show? And, um, I'm not opposed to it. That is the name of the, you know, the, the, the job, name of the game, the thing here. That's how, you know, that's how this works. But we're not selling mattresses or audiobooks, and we're not, we're not selling anything. But I got a couple, and, um, haven't said yes or no yet. If you guys have any thoughts or opinions on that stuff, let me know. Um, we've had ads in the past, and it's generally been for stuff that I would... Uh, I'm not going to advertise for anything I don't like. Or, or wouldn't use myself, right? So, uh, probably not going to be hearing any ads for, like, Playtex on this show. Um, if uh, MGD looking for a, a sponsor? Hey, give, give me a holler, Miller Genuine Draft. You know what I mean. I'm not going to recommend anything to you guys that I would not myself utilize in my day-to-day. -day. Anyway, uh, today, speaking of day-to-day, -day, it is just about Black Friday for uh, cemetery workers like your old pal Jason. Um, we have a Memorial Day coming up, if, if you're an international listener. Don't worry about it. You don't need to know. It don't matter. Just realize it's very busy this time of year at my job. And uh, I'm, I'm bushed. I'm wore out. But that's okay. We'll get through it. Speaking of getting through it, let's just, uh, let's just get through this episode, okay? Amagon, the most decorated marine, was assigned a mission by his commander to investigate a strange, monster-infested South Pacific island from which no man has ever returned alive. With a machine gun as his only weapon, he took off by plane and crash-landed on the island's beachhead. Amagon, with his unique ability to transform into the huge Megagon, there begins his mission to become first to conquer the island. See and experience the amazing adventures of our hero, Amagon. His rescue ship is waiting at the other end of the island. Good luck. This is indeed Amagon. It's an action game for the NES, developed by Icom, published by Sammy, released in 1989. 
and is probably one of my earliest video game memories. I remember playing kind of the heck out of this game for a little while. I was never very good at it because the physics are weird, the controls are not super great, and the game is just generally mean. But all things aside, you know, it's not too bad. I've played a lot worse. I've played a lot better, but I've played a lot worse. Uh, this is my first time getting through the game. There are six stages. We go through all six. Imagine that. That's kind of how this thing works. If you want to check out Amagon and learn the secret of the island or meet this Megagon fella, just go, go watch the Let's Play. That's why it's there. Since AM2R, uh, the game we looked at last week, doesn't really have like an official like box release because it was a fan game and uh, got the whole season to assist thing, I did some digging around for some reviews for this and pretty much everybody just kisses this game's ass. And I don't like that because this game has got some problems. And I wasn't going to read like a nine page uh, review for it either. So here's one from Zarius.com. Uh, designs, art, and photography, and an AM2R review, apparently, which has been viewed 3,009 times uh, by Zarius. Um, no date, so uh, we'll pretend it was three weeks ago. To make a good remake of Metroid 2 Return of Samus, it is not enough to change the game color palette and replace music. The original version of a, of a game for Game Boy became too outdated, so the remake should have all elements updated. No! No, it shouldn't. No, it shouldn't. Moreover, huge new pieces should have been added to old locations, and the whole new locations based on design documents of an original game and notices in a manual. I don't think Zarius is a native English speaker. Uh, and no, no, all of that is wrong. 
you can find almost all improvements, updates, and weaponry which was present in Super Metroid AM2R Fusion. AM2R colon Fusion. And another Metroid 2 Remake Fusion. And Zero Mission. You know why? They don't belong there. Get them out. Moreover, there is a very user-friendly interface in the game with a fast call of all basic elements and several customized control diagrams. However, there is no opportunity to clamp a key to shoot rockets in that settings, which is a huge disadvantage. Anyway, AM2R download free download is totally worthy. That's a link. The idea of single button transformation into the form of a full sphere, as in Prime series, is implemented absolutely perfectly in a game. Yeah, it'd be very difficult to make one button do one thing, very uh, not perfectly implemented. Also together with some other cunning elements like possibility to begin a somersault in the middle of a normal jump, which I think was in the original, or to get on feet quickly after the attack when clicked to jump, Samus becomes even more dexterous character than it was in last two dimensional parts of a series. To get on feet quickly after the attack when clicked a jump. I, my my hands, my palms are facing the ceiling, and they're about shoulder height. Gameplay tactics. However, the game is losing in the number of winning tactics available when compared to Fusion and Zero Mission. With the vast majority of bosses, the best method is simple tanking. If only rockets hit the mark that ceases to work only by the end of the game. No, you can get out of the way. Fortunately, there are no errors peculiar to fan development anywhere, and all alliterations or new elements seem very reasonably balanced and interesting, both when it comes to locations and enemies and bosses. No. You also face the bosses you are not obliged beat in order to complete the game. What? It is surprising how fans manage to develop a good remake with the fulfilled plot and events. What? It can be claimed that the remake is better than the versions released by Nintendo. It can be claimed that I'm made of mashed potatoes, sir. Neither of those statements are true. In terms of visual aspects, the remake can satisfy even the most demanding player. I'm just demanding it look like I can see what is what, which... <laughs> However, music could have been better. It reminds amateur remixes more than a really well-developed compositions. I read it like that because that's how it's punctuated. There is only one issue about graphics. Oh, we're back to that now. It looks like the game quality suffered from this considerable development. So on the one hand, there are completely madly beautiful effects with lighting and shadows absent in other versions of two-dimensional Metroid, but which at the same time are inscribed in the drawn two-dimensional style. What? It has to be mentioned that many locations are really skillfully redesigned from the original game. No! No, they're not! If they weren't there, don't put them there! How, uh, however, there are some problems with uniformity of style. You can find the difference of 2D styles when it comes to art in separate locations, which occasionally remind Super Metroid, Zero Metroid, and Fusion. Remind them of what? Overall, the redesign is rather worthy of attention even for the most experienced gaming. <laughs> Review by Zarius! He was that doctor from uh, Planet of the Monkeys. Not Planet of the Apes, that's different. Planet of the Monkeys was a remake. 
and it introduced all sorts of things like whaling ships and there was a rocket launcher fight with a giraffe and um, the graphics were good but not very good and music was better but not as good also. I'm very confused. I miss Zylo. Uh, yeah, you know. Lead story. There are rules. At the Rio Condo Building, a few blocks from blocks, excuse me, from Central Park in New York City, building management has filed a lawsuit against resident Helen Hirsch, 83, alleging she quote defecated in the fitness center's pool and then again in the fitness center's shower. End quote. Uh, according to the New York Post. The lawsuit also alleges that Hirsch, quote, screams and makes loud noises when using the gym in the pool, end quote, and doesn't always wear appropriate attire in the gym. She goes in, in like, snow pants. Hirsch was banned from the facilities, but apparently had snuck back in by following a real estate agent touring prospective buyers or catching an open door when other residents were leaving. Management has had to take both the pool and fitness center out of use so both could be cleaned and sanitized. But Hirsch thinks the suit is payback because she doesn't tip. Quote, I'm an old lady. Why should I tip you all the time? I don't want to live here anymore. She said. I'm, I'm sure they would help you with that. Irony. It's, it's uh, a black fly in your Chardonnay. Police were called to a home in Trenton, South Carolina, on May 7th, where two bodies were found in the backyard, WJBF reported. I'm going to bet they were dead. Who's, who's going to take that bet? The first was Joseph Anthony McKinnon, 60, who apparently died of a, quote, cardiac event, according to the coroner. That's such a weird 
cardiac event. My heart is currently, my, my cardiac, it's currently eventing right now. And I'm mostly fine. Uh, I got like this thing going on. It, don't worry about it. Uh, the second body was Patricia Ruth Dent, 65, who is McKinnon's live-in girlfriend, who clearly did not die of natural causes. An autopsy revealed that Dent had been strangled. Police believe a struggle took place inside the home and McKinnon wrapped her in trash bags and placed her in a pit he had dug in the yard. They concluded that McKinnon had suffered a heart attack during that process. Never use your own yard, man. He can't help himself. Also this guy, Brazilian defender Marcelo, 34, was dismissed from the Lyon squad of the League One Uber Eats French Football League. You heard it here first. Last August, after reportedly laughing during Captain Leo Dubois' speech following the team's losing match against Angiers. But on May 10th, ESPN reported that was more to the explosive story. It was so explosive to begin with, a guy laughed. Marcelo was considered one of the leaders of the team, apparently had an ongoing issue with passing gas and laughing inappropriately in the locker room among his teammates. He had signed a contract with the team before the start of the season, but it was terminated in January and he signed with Bordeaux, which is having a stinky season of its own. Ah, now at the bottom of the League One table and seven points from safety. Uber Eats French Football League. Here's a bright idea, 82-year-old actor James Cromwell, who I really like, known most recently for his role on Secession, was also in one of my favorite movies ever, Murder by Death, glued his palm to a Midtown Manhattan Starbucks store counter on May 10th to protest the extra charge the coffee company assesses for plant-based milk in their drinks. He later used a knife to scrape his hand off the counter. The Associated Press reported that Cromwell, who starred in Babe, Pig in the City, is a longtime animal rights protester. For its part, Starbucks seemed nonplussed by the protest, which was organized by the People for Ethical Treatment of Animals, characterizing the non-dairy milk customizations as similar to any other, quote, such as an additional espresso shot or syrup. Well, Starbucks is wrong. They are totally wrong. Uh, it's, it's... Yeah, milk, almost milk. If you don't charge me for the milk, you don't charge me for the almost milk. James Cromwell, also in um, Six Feet Under, and I, Robot, and that other movie where he had a beard. Doesn't usually. Crap. It'll come to me. It's a mystery. Also, this story. In Schleiden, Germany, on May 11th, high school students laid to rest a classmate who had been with them for generations, Onbane, a human female skeleton that had dwelled in the school's biology classroom since the 1950s and whom they had given the Vietnamese name for Mysterious Peace. Students, I was wondering, students and town officials buried the anonymous woman in the town's Protestant cemetery in a coffin marked with symbols of all the world's major religions. But before doing so, they collected DNA so that they might later learn her identity. The Associated Press reported they had hoped to bury her earlier, but the pandemic had slowed plans to put her to rest. Future biology students will be undertake, excuse me, future biology studies will be undertaken using a plastic skeleton. Since the 50s, it just, I don't know, it's just some lady. 
to just hang her up in the corner. We'll do something. 1950s. And all of a sudden, it's like, we gotta get her buried like yesterday, man. But we got this COVID going on. That's how they talk in Germany. Uh, it'll wait. There's a story of DUI. DUI has a new meaning for drivers and hikers in the Normandy region of France. The Connexion reported on May 11th. Deer under the influence. It does not have a new meaning for drivers and hikers. You have made this up. The Connexion. The 30 Million Friends Organization, an animal rescue group, oh, those are the ones from the movie, said at the time of year, deer gorge on spring flowers that are loaded with sugar, which ferments in their stomachs and makes them drunk. Lord, don't I know it. For example, they may become disoriented and sometimes panicked, walking into dangerous situations. Oh, God, I do know it. Experts remind anyone who comes across a bombed Bambi to stay calm and not upset the animal. <laughs> don't... Avoid eye contact with the drunk deer in the corner. <clears throat> oh god, she's seen you, it's too late. Family values. The BBC reported on an unusual lawsuit filed in the North Indian state of Oh boy. Uttarakhand by Sanjeev and Sadhana Prasad, parents of Shrey Sagar, 35, against their son, quote, because of mental cruelty. The elders are demanding compensation equal to about $650,000 if Shrey and his wife do not produce a child within a year. Sanjeev said they spent all their savings on their son, sending him to the United States for pilot training, that he returned to India but lost a job and required their support for two more years. They arranged a lavish wedding and reception for him, but after six years, the couple, quote, are still not planning a baby, Sanjeev said. At least if we have a grandchild to spend with, our pain will become bearable. Your, your son does not have a job. He is married and he is living with you. And you are suing him to force him to have a baby. Are you sure this happened in India and not like Alabama? That's right. Looking at you, Alabama. Shots fired. Bring it. Losers. That's right. Let me tell you a little thing. This is a little story. Once upon a time, there was a civil war. You lost. Alright then. Florida, at the Palm Haven Mobile Home Park in St. Petersburg, Florida, feathers were flying on May 8th, the smoking gun reported. Christine Terman, bird woman, became angry that it... No. <laughs> no, I made that up. She's 57, but she did become angry that a chicken belonging to her neighbor, Lawrence Stenzel, had been defecating on the patio. So, according to the arrest report, Terman, quote, retrieved a bucket of pee from her bathroom and threw it at Stenzel. She retrieved it. She didn't fill it. It was already there and ready. The bucket struck him in the face, quote, causing him pain. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> but worse, the police report went on. The victim was wet when we arrived and smelled of urine. That actually happened in a book I just finished listening to at work called Rose Matter. This is very good. Uh, not not specifically the urine part, but the book in general. Terman fessed up to the dowsing and was booked in the county jail on a misdemeanor battery charge. Her boyfriend, Kevin Avery, 59, was also arrested for threatening Stenzel in the presence of the officers. Just keep your chicken on a leash, man. Meanwhile, also in Florida, Jania, oh boy, Shimerical Douglas, 
who is 19, was arrested on May 12th in the Florida Keys for reckless driving and fleeing from a Monroe County Sheriff's deputy. ClickOrlando.com reported. When the officer finally caught up to her, Douglas told him that getting arrested had been on her bucket list since high school. She's 19. It was two weeks ago. So congratulations, you can tick that one off, says Click Orlando. I hate people. Great art. When Laura Young picked up a marble bust from the floor of a Goodwill store in Austin, Texas in 2018, she couldn't have imagined the saga that was about to unfold. She woke up the next day as a bird woman. Well, that's wrong, too. As it turns out, the Associated Press reported on May 6th, her $35 bust, well, that's rude, is believed to be a centuries-old sculpture of Pompey the Great, missing from the collection of King Ludwig I, Ludwig I, even that guy, of Bavaria since World War II. Amazing! Experts suspect an American soldier brought the bust to the United States after the war. No, you don't say. The piece will visit the San Antonio Museum of Art until next year, when it will be returned to Germany. Quote, I'm glad I got to be a small part in, of its long and complicated history. And he looked great in the house while I had him, Young said. I hope she, I hope she got her $35 back and an apology for the comments on her bust. Very inappropriate, Associated Press.
Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for this episode. Uh, this week's episode, in fact. This this very, if we're going to be specific, this very exact episode. It's over. It's done. Pack it up. Go home. Get out of here. We're going we're gonna to go away until next week. Um, next week's... <laughs> Just, just, oh boy, if you don't hear from me, it's because I'm dead. Probably for a little while, anyway. Uh, if you want to uh, subscribe to the show, please do. Please leave a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts um, when you're subscribing to the show. Maybe listen, subscribe, and then rate and review. That makes more sense to me. Don't review it. Listen, subscribe, rate it however you want to do it. I'm not I'm not in charge of you. If you would like to uh, find any of the videos for Amagod and AM2R, the games we talked about today, you can find me on YouTube and Twitch at Jason's Groove Machine. I uninstalled Instagram from my phone because it's dumb. I did not close the account. It's just not on my phone anymore because it's so dumb. It is the dumbest thing in the world. I, here's here's a 9,000 part documentary on Thelonious Monk and I will like every single one of the videos in it because that would be interesting and I would actually probably watch that and then what, what comes up next uh, everything you ever wanted to know about Green Day no it's a very short list it's a very short very short anyway uh, still on Twitter at Jason and Elon seems to be having buyer's remorse um, and is trying to find a way to back out of his Twitter deal uh, without making it his fault for making a bad deal. That's what it seems to be like. I don't know what's going on with that. I also decided that, you know what's better for me? And and not like I can, you know, make a huge bit of difference here, but leaving the platform doesn't help point out the issues with the platform. I did it with Facebook. I'm doing it with Instagram. Because uh, there's really no worthwhile content on there. There's nothing there worth saving. There's nothing on Facebook or Instagram worth preserving. But there's some pretty decent people on Twitter. And I'm sure they're also on Facebook and Instagram. But, uh, you know, I don't need to follow, for example, Robert Reich, Reich on every social media network. So, anyway, still on Twitter, at JasonGRVN. Buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash electric left if you want. And um, get a hold of me on any one of the things. Or, um, yeah. And uh, let me know what you think about this advertising thing. Because the emails are piling up. I gotta start telling these people something. Oh yeah, before I forget. Uh, our music featured in this week's episode is Cybernetic Celtic Wizard by Years May. Uh, we've got... Um, Empty Victory by the Save States. We're gonna use uh, this one. SMH Grad Song was in our news. We will use My Ghostly Friend by SMH for the outro. And our reviews is going to be. Uh, let's do, we'll do another SMH. Lazy Day. All right, that's it. Going away now, for real. Bye.